We've got a capable young man scheduled tonight to preach, and I'm looking forward to the word of the Lord. I love Brother Jared Hilton very, very much, and uh, I, I, I bothered him yesterday two or three times over some things I was excited about, and I said, I'm sorry to keep bothering you, but I didn't have any sons, so you're the closest I've got, and uh, he was he was three years old when I came here to pastor, and uh, so uh, he actually way back, way back yonder in those days, uh, sat on my knee, and uh, he was like a son, and has been through the years, and we love him very much. More than that, he has grown into a very capable minister of the gospel. And uh, the anointing of God rests upon him. And I'm looking forward to hearing the word of the Lord tonight. Amen. I want Brother Jared Hilton to come. And I want him to preach tonight. God bless you. Take your liberty. Praise the Lord, everybody. So praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Felt the Spirit of God moving in the service already. I am, am anticipating what He would do in the service before we leave this house. Amen. I believe that God has something special in store. Pastor said that I was three years old when He came, and I, I, uh, I mentioned to Brother God, I said, I wonder if I behave any differently now than I did when He came. Still act like a three-year-old, but. It is what it is. Amen. Pastor, you could be seated. Pastor mentioned that uh, he intended to do this, so I was, I'm going to ask any of our young people. I know there's one in particular that's ready to testify, so you're first. But if there's any of you other young people that are wanting to testify, our young people just went down to an apostolic youth camp, and um, I've heard good reports of that youth camp. And um, I know that there was a, a, um, a special touch in each of those services from the reports that I heard. And so I'm eager to hear what God has done in each of these young people's life, those that are brave enough to weather the, uh, the attention. So, Brother Kaiser, if you don't mind, just I'll let you kick us off here. Praise the Lord, everybody. It is, please excuse my voice. I'm sorry. But it is very good to be home and back where I belong. This year's camp was excellent. Uh, God moved in an amazing way every service. He really changed many people's lives. I know at least one person got filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't know the exact number, but at least one. But uh, Wednesday really stands out for me because, well, it's kind of a long story. So Tuesday they had us break into teams for a team building exercise. And on Wednesday, they had this one certain exercise, and my team was chosen to protect the fallen pool noodle on the ground. So we made a circle around the pool noodle, and we each had pool noodles in our hand, and the other, what, like 80 kids surrounded us and tried to grab the fallen pool noodle. But our defense was, if we touched them with our pool noodles, they could not go after the fallen one anymore. They were completely out of the game. And so our team decided to strategize. With, let's name the kiddos, by the way. I just thought you all enjoy that. <laughs> our team decided to strategize, and 
I was selected to go out and tag people with my spot filled in so they could still defend the fallen pool noodle. And as I'm just literally walking about, tapping people on the head with a pool noodle, <laughs> they finally get the revelation that they can just storm the fallen pool noodle and overwhelm the rest of my team. So as I run back, out of the corner of my eye, I see, I don't know who it is, but someone dove and hit me right in the side of the knee with their shoulder. And my leg jackknifed. My shin went this way. My thigh went this way. And uh, my kneecap was at an ungodly place in my leg. <laughs> and my shin was, like, well, it's supposed to be straight like this. It was like this number. And so the kid laid on me for like 10 seconds before he finally decided to get up. <laughs> and so the camp nurse, Sister Holcomb, and Brother Morell came over to calm me down. And I remember while I'm screaming, and because it hurt. It felt like it was breaking and got stuck halfway through being broken. It was stuck like that. Could not move it. I could move my toes, and even that hurt. But while I was screaming, she was yelling at me, look at me in the eye. I said, I can't. She goes, your eyes work. Look at me. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, they do work. I forgot. <laughs> and after I'm calmed down and breathing normally, we get uh, three of the other guys, Bryson Holcomb, Sister Holcomb's son, Bryson Jones, and Jariah Roach. And some of you may know them. I don't know. But um, they pick me up and take me to the chair. It was, that was rough. And I think Cash was chosen to go get my parents from the trailer. And when they get there with the Subaru, they just come in and see what's going on. And those three guys pick me up. And it was much better the second time, by the way, because my leg was actually held still. But they pick me up and carry me out to the Subaru. And as we try to get me into the passenger seat, I can't bend my leg. Like, it's stuck like this number. And I can't bend it, so I'm too long to fit into the passenger seat. So I don't know who went to go get the truck. My father went to go get the truck. And during that time, Jariah Rocha realized that we, didn't, we never prayed for my leg. And... As my father got back, we had just finished praying, the four of us guys, and nothing had happened. No miracle had taken place, but uh, we were just getting ready to pick me up and move me into the back of the truck. No one was touching me. I was just standing there. No movement whatsoever. Then all of a sudden, I felt a click in my leg. All that pain went away. <laughs> I walked back in that gym. <laughs> I got a healing that day. I'm supposed to be in a wheelchair for the next month. It's supposed to take six to eight months to be back to normal. Look, I'm walking around just fine.
my let me tell you about my Jesus. Look what my God has done. Oh, yes, let's give the Lord some thanks for what he's done. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I think that's a perfect, the perfect introduction. Amen. I didn't see any other young people volunteering. Going once, going twice. Okay, go ahead, Sister Sarah. I'll run this to you. Um, um, I have to rush then. <laughs> so sorry. Um, I had a good time at camp, but this dream really stuck out to me, and probably others too. It was called such a time as this. The last service made me think about the generations to come. It made me think about the younger ones than me, because I leave such a big impact on them. Thank you. <laughs> um, it made me feel good, but it stung me in that service. As I tried to think about my testimony, all I could think about was Esther chapter 14, or no, 4 verse 14, which is basically is for such a time as this. And sorry I couldn't say the rest of it. I'm basically kind of lazy. very soon. So that is what I learned, and I hope others learn that too, and the generations to come. Amen, amen. It's exactly why we send our young people to camp, amen, to learn those important truths, and I'm excited that, uh, that they're home, and uh, let the Holy Ghost use you, young people. Don't be intimidated. Amen. The Spirit of God work through you. Amen. We're going to ask you all to stand tonight and turn your Bibles to John chapter 4. Amen. I am privileged with the opportunity to, to speak tonight. Pastor gave me a false hope. He called me a couple days ago and said, hey, I'm thinking about preaching on Sunday night. <laughs> And then uh, by the end of the conversation, I somehow still uh, remain with that responsibility. I, so um, that's, uh, that's, how, that's how it went. Uh, John chapter 4, verse 48 is the scripture that we'll use as a text. And then we'll jump to John chapter 20. John chapter 4, verse 48, just one scripture. And you're hearing this evening from that chapter. Then Jesus said unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. Uh, go to verse 29 of John chapter 20. <coughs> this is, if you've been in church any length of time, you may have heard this scripture quoted. John chapter 20, verse 29 says, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet 
have believed. And you don't have to turn to this one, but I'm going to read it in your hearing. They'll put it on the wall. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, For we walk by faith. <coughs> we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Tonight I want to talk to you on this subject, blind faith. Amen. If we could ask the Lord to help us in this service. We need the, we need the touch of the Holy Ghost before we leave this house. Got to anoint every mind, anoint every heart. Anoint my mind, anoint my heart. I pray, Lord, let me deliver God exactly what you have. Lord, in your name, in your mighty name, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you. If you believe the Lord, why don't you clap your hands unto him? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I also want to say what a privilege it is to have each of our guests with us tonight. Amen. I would encourage you to come back, amen, and hear our good pastor preach. Amen. He's the best. And uh, you owe it to yourself to have an opportunity to hear. If you are not here this morning, it was such an incredible lesson from the Word of God about the subject of faith. And uh, really confirmed a lot of the things that I was feeling, Pastor. In fact, the first two passages of Scripture that you dealt with this morning are the same two first passages of Scripture that I'm getting ready to deal with now. And that was not a copy and paste. I didn't steal it. I promise. I mean, I already had these. In fact, these notes were put together back in August of 2021. So these were not, um, these were not stolen notes. But I do feel like the Lord was working at the Truth Church today. And I believe he has something to say to somebody in the service tonight. Amen. And uh, so if you will bear with me tonight, I want to talk to you on that subject, blind faith. Usually when you hear that, those two words together, it's describing, a, an, uh, it's describing some kind of negative concept. comes with a negative con connotation. It is blind faith, usually describing a group of believers or individuals who follow without asking any questions. They just, they blindly follow the lead. They blindly obey. They have blind faith. Amen. And, but, but in, and, and more and more in this current generation, we are living in what I would refer to and what Jesus described as a faithless generation. Amen. We're living in a faithless generation. We're living in a generation that expects and requires, amen, physical, tangible evidence, amen, to put their own faith or belief into. They want to see it. They want to hold it with their hands. They want to, amen, they're Thomases. They want to see it before they will acknowledge whether or not it's true or not. Amen. They, they will use evidence, amen, to determine whether or not they believe in something. Amen. Amen. Probably because of the, uh, that period of enlightenment that occurred and that generated our nation and, and all those uh, great thinkers that that participated in the founding of the nation, that this enlightenment period, uh, uh, pri pri predominantly generating ideas and things based off of reason and logic. And, and so, and, and I, I don't judge anybody because of that, because I'm, I'm a product of all that. I require evidence. Before I put my faith or confidence in anything, I generally require a good substantial amount of evidence, except when it comes to the Word of God. 
Amen. When I open up the black book of God's word, when I read through his pages, uh, amen, I don't require any form of evidence. Amen. All I have is faith in him. Hallelujah. Amen. I understand that there are men who would pervert the scripture, who would twist the scriptures. Uh, amen. And they would take the word of God and, and try to accomplish their own agenda. And in those ways, uh, obviously, we're not supporting. I, I don't believe uh, that's right. I don't follow that blindly. Amen. But what I do have is the word of God in black and white. And I can compare uh, what a man says, uh, amen, with what God has said. Uh, amen. And that is where I put my faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor talked this morning so eloquently about passage I'm getting ready to read. But if you'll bear with me, let me, amen, pull out what uh, really the same point that he brought up this morning. Mark chapter 9, verses 17 through 24. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. Amen. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him. And he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And he spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out. And they could not. They couldn't do it. Amen. They didn't have enough of whatever it takes, amen, to cast out uh, that spirit. Amen. Verse 19, Jesus answereth him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground, wallowed, foaming. Amen. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. Amen. This is a problem that this man and this boy had been facing, amen, their entire life. Amen. It was more than just a deaf spirit, but it was, amen, causing damage to this young man. Amen. And his father, amen, took it to the only one he thought, amen, could help. Amen. To these disciples who say they believed that they could heal, that say they believed that they could deliver. Amen. But then when the, the time came, when the opportunity came, they didn't do it. They couldn't do it. Amen. Amen. So the man that Pastor talked about this morning, he, he went, his faith went beyond just uh, these other men. But he said, I believe I'm going, I'm going to see this answer come to pass. Verse 22, and oft times uh, he hath cast him into the fire and into waters uh, to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. I need some help. I'm not going home the same way that I came. I need some help. I didn't come here just to, uh, just to go through the motions. I didn't come here I mean, just to satisfy my conscience, Jesus. I've got a real problem. I've got a real situation going on in my home. I need somebody, amen, that has the power. Amen, I've tried your disciples, and they couldn't do it. Amen, but I still have the problem. Hallelujah. Amen, is anybody hearing me tonight? Verse 23, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe. If you can believe. He said, if you can do anything, Jesus, uh, after this bout with your disciples, uh, amen, my faith may be waning a little bit. Uh, amen. But whatever faith is left, Jesus, uh, if you can do it, uh, Jesus said, no, no, no. Amen. That's not the question. The question is, uh, can you believe it? 
That's the question. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out. And he said with tears, this morning in altar service, I looked across this front area and I saw, amen, some young men, some young ladies, uh, some moms and dads, uh, amen, with tears streaming down their face. And they said, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Amen. I want to ask this question. Can you believe? Amen. Jesus told the blind men that it was according to their faith. Matthew chapter 9, verse 27. When Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe that, believe ye that I am able to do this? First question out of Jesus' mouth. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said it to him, Yea, Lord. And it was then that he touched, that he touched, uh, then touched he their eyes. Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight, amen, that you're not going to get your answer until you act on that faith that you believe. Amen, you're not going to get that answer until you act as if the, as these men did and say, yea, Lord. Do you believe that I'm able? Yes, Lord. It was in that moment that, that Jesus touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were open, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, see that no man know it. Amen. This faith is how these men received their miracle. It was in accordance with their faith. It was in accordance with whether or not they were willing to express their faith. Hallelujah. 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 I mean, I believe tonight that God has something special in store for somebody in this service. Amen. But I want to put the responsibility on your shoulders. I've seen it happen many times. As folks, I, I've seen the blinded eyes open. We've, in this church, have seen a, a dead lady by the name of Susie Shaw raised back to life. Amen. I've seen it. Amen. And, and Brother Goff, even though I have those points of evidence in my life, that's not the reason I believe. And you don't have to have a physical, amen, instance or an, a, an opportunity where you witness for yourself if you believe the word of God is true. And this is why we are called the truth church, amen, because Jesus told that in his prayer was praying for the believers. And he said, he said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. It's the word of God that will change us. It's the word of God that will rearrange our lives, that will restructure our thoughts, that will help us become what he wants us to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. What, do you, what are you saying, Jared? What are you saying about my life? Would God really do something extraordinary for somebody ordinary like myself? I'm here to tell you, He will. Amen. There's nothing too hard for God. Amen. God's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Amen. God is able. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't have to bring out the evidence. I don't have to roll out before you, amen, the data points and, and, the, and the charts. And, and because all I've got is a testimony that God changed my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. It was Peter in response to God's word, amen, that allowed him to do a supernatural act, amen, walking on water. Hallelujah, amen, straightway in Matthew chapter 14, 22, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him and to the other side. While he, sent them the multi- while he sent the multitude away, verse 23, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves. For the wind was contrary. Anybody been there? Have you been there? Hallelujah. Tossed with the waves. Amen. Because the wind was contrary. Amen. And in the fourth watch, that was a long time. Amen. That's a long time. Amen. All night, tossing to and fro. Amen. In the middle of the sea. Amen. With no sense of hope around. Everything is as far as it can be. Amen. Jesus went out unto them, walking on the sea. What a miracle. Amen. If we witnessed a man walking on the sea or perhaps somebody else getting a blessing in church, amen, we could go home and say, yeah, thank God for what he did tonight. We, did you see brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so? They got such a good blessing. I'm grateful for what God is doing in their life. And I want to tell you that while that's great and that's good, it's available for you. Whatever situation Whatever problem, amen, I know I'm not screaming as I was just a few moments ago, but I feel the Holy Ghost in what I'm saying right now. I know that God has something special in this service for you. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus comes walking onto the sea. And verse 26, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. And somebody had some faith. This next, you can go on to the next scripture, verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's really you, Bid me to come. Now, now, did Peter's request, was? did God have to answer that request in order to perform the miracle that they needed in that moment? Absolutely not. There was something about Peter's faith that he just said, I want to get in the middle of what's going on. I want a piece of that action. I don't want to just sit idly by and watch as everybody else experiences uh, what's going on. But I want to walk on the water. Jesus, if it's really you, you're the God of this universe. 
you can make these, these feet floaties. You can do whatever is necessary to make me capable of walking on the water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how insignificant your problem may seem, my friend. Amen. It doesn't matter how minimizing you have, done, you have made it. I want you to know that Jesus is concerned about you and your ship. Amen. Jesus is highly concerned, amen, about where you are in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Just little old three-year-old Jared, God sent a man of God to Olathe, Kansas, amen, to save a wretch like me. Amen. It was his mercy and his grace, amen, that changed me. Amen. At the age of five years old, he filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Allowed me to speak in another language. And sure, there were wavy days. Amen. There were stormy days. Amen. But I want to tell you that my God is faithful. Amen. I've got the evidence. Amen. I've got the data points. I can tell you the stories. Amen. But I'm not here to tell you those stories. I'm here to give you the word of God. Amen. Jesus said, come on out, Peter. Peter said, Jesus, is that really you? Is that you out there? And Jesus said, yes, it's me. Come on out. Amen. Jesus responded in verse 29, come. Come. And when Peter was come out, come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Jesus, is that really you? Peter wanted to get closer to Jesus. Peter wasn't satisfied in his own boat. He wasn't satisfied in that comfortable position. I mean, he wanted to get into a place Closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, friend. Amen. It's going to require, amen, a a step of faith. It's going to require, amen, some faith on your part. Amen. If you want to get closer to Jesus. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. When you don't have evidence, when you don't have the books, when you don't have the scientists, when you don't have the authorities or the quote-unquote experts, amen, you've got faith. That's all you've got. I just believe he can help me. I, I just believe I believe his word. Jesus, if that's really you, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. If that is really you, if I I recognize the voice, amen, but what I'm seeing looks a little different. I've never seen anything like this before. But if that's you, you ask me and I'll come. Jesus, if that's you, I'm ready to move right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Another man, this kind of reminds me of the story of blind Bartimaeus. How many know about blind Bartimaeus? Amen. A young man 
perhaps, sitting, amen, in on the side of the street. Nobody likes blind Bartimaeus. He's the one asking for alms. He's the one always looking for another handout. He's the one, amen, just laying there good for nothing, not contributing, amen, just there waiting for another handout. Amen. But he cried out, and Jesus was coming by. Jesus, if that's really you, that's really you, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Let's read it. Amen. In Mark chapter 10, verse 46 through 52. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, and a great number of people. So Jesus, get the picture. Jesus is leaving a city. He's surrounded by a multitude, the Bible says. A great number of people. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway on the way out of town. On the highway side, begging. And when he had heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when he, he heard it was Jesus, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I want you to tell me what evidence blind Bartimaeus had. All he had was stories. He didn't see a thing. I want you to know that blind Bartimaeus, amen, his, the very request was a statement of faith. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. Be quiet. Don't, don't be so loud. Blind Bartimaeus, get back in your box. Put your cloak back on. People knew who Blind Bartimaeus was. This was this is what they called him. This was his identity. You know, Bartimaeus, yeah, the blind, yeah, that guy, Blind Bartimaeus. He's the one that's blind. He's got this problem. He's got this situation. Amen. But I want to tell you that in this Passage of scripture. Amen. Blind Bartimaeus had enough faith to say, Jesus can change my whole identity. He can change my whole life. Everybody knows about me. What everybody says about me, that's all about to change. Because Jesus is walking by. Hallelujah. I want you to believe it with me tonight, church. Amen. That somebody in this house, but amen, maybe it's their identity. Maybe it's your name. Maybe it's your history. Amen. Maybe it's the way that everybody thinks about you. Amen. But let me tell you that that is not too big of a problem for God. Amen. He can change your very identity. Hallelujah. Hold your peace. You're getting out of line. Amen. You're too loud. Amen. You're, you need to sit back down by the highway. Amen. Blind Bartimaeus. Be quiet. But the Bible says, as they charged him to hold his peace, he cried the more. 
a great deal. Amen. That is, amen, the measure of faith that blind Bartimaeus had. It doesn't matter what you tell me. It doesn't matter what you think about me. Amen. It's God that's able, amen, to touch my life. Hallelujah. 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 And Jesus, amen, the Bible says, oh, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 49, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose. (laughs) Walking by faith. No idea where he's going. I just know I heard the master. I just heard him tell them. Come get me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My faith, amen, is getting ready to pay off. Jesus answered, said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Now you got to get specific, blind Bartimaeus. Now you got to get particular. Blind man said unto him, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Here's the problem. And Jesus said unto him, it seems to me that it's such an easy thing for Jesus. His response is just almost passive. Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Amen. If that was anybody else walking here on earth, uh, amen, they would be, amen, putting up tents. They would be sending out the flyers. They would be inviting people by the masses. But Jesus said, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. This is the whole reason why I came. I just came to... I just came to do this little thing for you, blind Bartimaeus. I came, amen, right down this road just for you, buddy. I'm not here for anybody else. I'm not here for anybody else. I'm not here to get a name. I'm not here, amen, to get a following. I'm just here to solve your problem. Oh, hallelujah, 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 amen. It was the moment that blind Bartimaeus, amen, acknowledged or verbalized, amen, who he was. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. They came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, amen, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Everybody knew it was blind Bartimaeus. Everybody knew he was the blind one sitting outside of Jericho. Everybody knew he was the son of Timaeus. Amen. But he, but blind Bartimaeus said, I'm getting ready, amen, to act on what I believe I have heard. Amen. I'm the one that's blind. Yes. I'm the one that can't see. Yes. But Jesus is getting ready to change that in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans chapter 10 and 17 says, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. I want you to know this is where, amen, blind Bartimaeus got his faith. He didn't need the evidence. He didn't need, amen, the the tangible evidence. He just needed somebody, amen, to tell him. He just needed to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. 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 
Amen. It's probable that others in the crowd that passed by Bartimaeus had needs that day too. Amen. But they did not acknowledge their problems. They did not confess their problems. They did not ask Jesus for help. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They were okay with going home that day the same way that they came. Amen. They were fine. Amen. With their situation. The same old, same old. They were fine. Amen. Going home. Amen. And walking around in the same old problems. Amen. That day. But blind Bartimaeus said, nope, not me. They call me blind Bartimaeus no longer. I'm not blind Bartimaeus. Don't call me blind Bartimaeus. I'm Bartimaeus. I'm Bartimaeus. Amen. I can see now. Amen. I can see. You see this cloud? That identifying factor in my life. Amen. I'm not begging anymore. I'm not asking for handouts anymore. I got the answer that I came looking for. I got the help that I really needed. Amen. It was because Jesus passed by. It was because Jesus came by. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. The first thing that you need to do in order to get the miracle that you need is, number one, acknowledge yourself. It's like blind Bartimaeus. Number two, acknowledge Jesus. Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus even when others were rebuking him, charging him that he should shut up, that he shouldn't open up his mouth. When you get a revelation of who Jesus is, when you get an understanding of the power of the mighty God in Christ, amen, when you get an understanding of what Jesus came to do. Oh, hallelujah. My blind situation, my problem doesn't seem as big as it used to. doesn't seem as problematic as it used to. I'll willingly lay down my life. He is the almighty, eternal God incarnate. Amen. In the flesh. Amen. With the distinct purpose of saving you and me. He's the alpha. And Omega. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. The lion and the lamb. The high priest and the sacrifice. The father and the son. Hallelujah. If he could be all that, I wonder if he could help us. If he could do all of that, hallelujah, I wonder if he could help you. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, for unto us a child is born. Amen. How many know this passage of scripture? Amen. Often quoted around Christmas time, talking about Jesus, the man Christ Jesus. Unto us a son is born, a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. Hallelujah. He's the eternal God incarnate. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's our, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. What caused Bartimaeus to realize that Jesus could fix it? Somebody told him. Amen. Luke chapter 18, verse 36 through 38. And hearing the multitude pass by, he, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. Jesus is walking by. Hallelujah. And he cried, Jesus. Immediately. As soon as he knew who it was, Brother Goff, it didn't take any thinking. It didn't take any, well, I wonder what I'm going to look like. I'm wondering what I'm going to. No, no, no. He just, you say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I need a change. I want to change right now. I want you to help me right now. I'm not going to miss this opportunity. I'm not going to miss, amen, this moment uh, as Jesus walked. He may never come by Jericho again. He may never make it by my place again. I'm going to take this opportunity. Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you something. As soon as Jesus touches you, it's your responsibility to help somebody else know. It's my responsibility Help somebody else know. Amen. I believe that, that there was, uh, amen, those two acknowledgments, uh, amen, that Bartimaeus had to go through. Number one, he had to realize his situation. Number two, he had to recognize Jesus and his power. But as soon as those two realizations dawned on him, I'm getting ready to close music. As soon as he realized those two important factors, it was natural. His response was instinctive. There was no hesitation. He just blindly jumped up, literally blindly jumped up, said, Jesus, thou son of David, I've heard the stories. I know you can help me. I've heard the stories. I've never seen it for myself, but, but I know that you have the power. Hallelujah. Jesus. I mean, as, as soon as he realized who it was, as soon as he realized his situation, I mean, he immediately cried out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Mark chapter 10, verse 52, Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Your faith, your faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 18 and 42. Amen. Jesus said unto him, receive thy sight. Thy faith hath saved thee. This is Luke's version of the story. Amen. He went a step further. I don't know what happened that day for blind Bartimaeus. We know that he was healed. Amen. But I want to tell you that faith has the power to save us. Faith has the power to save us. It was your faith, Bartimaeus, that saved you. It was your faith that made you whole. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can begin to play. Once you know that who you are and who Jesus is. All you have to do is know when he's present. All you have to do is know when he's in the house. And I'm here to tell you as those groups, those members in that multitude that day told blind Bartimaeus, it's Jesus passing by. 
I'm here to tell you that Jesus is passing by. Hearing the multitude pass by. What is going on? What, what is that I hear? I've never, this is weird. Like, I haven't heard this many people pass this way ever. What's going on? Maybe somebody said, Jesus, Jesus, wait up. He said, oh, maybe that's Jesus. And maybe then he started tugging on somebody's coat. Hey, what's going Somebody just kicks him aside. I, I don't want to talk to you. I'm on my way. I'm following Jesus. This is, I'm, I'm going to go where Jesus is going. Hey, 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 can you help me? Who is, what? Hey, I, I'm busy. I'm following Jesus. Finally, somebody stopped and said, hey, Jesus is passing by. He said, oh. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is passing by. Okay, this changes things. This is about to change things. I'm getting ready to get what I need. Hallelujah. Hey, man, the Bible says in John chapter 7, verse 38, He that believeth on me, this is Jesus speaking, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39 says, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Because blind Bartimaeus had an honest view of who he was and a revelation of who Jesus is, as soon as he heard that Jesus was passing by, he cried out, with that life-saving faith. And the Bible says that his faith saved him. He that believeth on me. If you've got faith in Jesus. Let's all stand together. Amen. If you've got faith in Jesus. Amen. If you really believe him. Amen. There is evidence after you believe. It doesn't require evidence for you to believe, but once you do believe, amen, James talked about faith without works being dead. If, it's a, if, if faith is without works, it's dead, being alone. Amen, in order to, amen, he went on to say, show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. I mean, it's my works that will demonstrate my faith. And I'm here to tell you the same exact thing. Same, if it's true for James, it's true for you and me. Amen. If you have faith in Jesus, he that believeth on me. If you believe on Jesus, as the scripture says, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. That seems like it's a little uncontrollable. Amen. It seems like there's something about that that's powerful, Brother Xander. There's something about that that is, that's, that's driving, that, that's directive, that, that helps us know where we're going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rivers of living water, but this spake he of the Spirit. Amen. That which they that believe on him should receive. If you believe on Jesus, you will receive his Spirit. Amen. You will receive his Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's lift our hands unto the Lord tonight. Let's ask him to move in this service. Hallelujah, Jesus.